trapped since 95, enhancing the Raptors fan experience. Yes, it is Trap Chat Alley-oop once again. I am Mikey Charlie. Also known as C-Sharp Major because, again, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fix this. And I am illicit, still the same illicit as last time. I ain't going anywhere. Yeah. So we're back talking Raptors, as always. We're going to start with Lowry because, honestly, I want to start there. Okay, I... Before that, though, I have to start with Ray Holiday, man. That's so tragic Tragic news this week. Fair enough. Ray Holiday died in a plane accident. Um, apparently, he was flying a plane over the Gulf of Mexico. Crashed. Rest in peace, Ray Holiday. He was one of the peace. greats of Toronto sports history. Honestly, Holiday is probably my favorite Jay pitcher of history, probably. And maybe one of my favorite Jays in general of all time. He, I met him a couple times over the years. Class act, dude. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. All the way around. It will be missed. All right. Let's so, to basketball. To basketball. Let's talk, like I said, let's talk about Lowry starting off because as Lowry goes, the Raptors go. We've been saying it for two years. Mm-hmm. He's the head. Yeah. And I think it's taking him at least a week, maybe even going into two weeks, to start to understand this team. As the point guard, he needs to dish the ball and make everyone else around him better. At the same time, he still needs to be the Kyle Lowry, which we need. Like, he can't get 10 and 11 points. We're not going to win like that. But, you know, the triple-double game, then he stepped it up. The last game, he had the key at 16 or 18 and, and numbers across the board. I'm not just saying this for fantasy, although I do have him on my fantasy uh, team. Uh. I'm actually saying this because the Raptors only do well when he does well. And that's been like part. that for the last few years. For the most part, with the exception when he was injured uh, last, last year. And they actually did pretty decent. But I get what you're saying. He's the soul of the team. Especially when he's on the court, he needs to perform at a certain level, and the Raptors pretty much follow suit. So, I do agree with that. Um, Lowry, this year, though, it's been... I don't know. He's, I guess he's adjusting to the... The, the offense. The it, reset of It's the different. It's not the one-on-one thing that they're used to anymore. And that's frustrating him a little bit, I think, because he can beat anybody in the NBA off the dribble. It happens all the time. Except... Now that, you know, other guys need to get involved, the young guys need to be set up easily, like, they don't have that that same thing yet. And, I don't know, maybe it's just taking him, taking him a little time to, to get rolling. But the last three games, I can honestly say, he has slowly started to get it. I hope, for the Raptors' sake, he actually starts to play to his full potential. Not just for my fantasy team. Of course. I mean, I think he'll figure it out. He's a vet. He knows what he's doing. I think you're right. And, it, and he's healthy, too. Hopefully, he makes it the whole season with the changes. Yeah. And, and then there's JV, uh-huh. who I'm going to talk about again. And yes, he is on my fantasy team again. But he is an X factor on this team. You know, even Ibaka hasn't played too well. Maybe we should have just talked about all the starters minus the Rosen because yeah. everyone really hasn't played to their potential. Well, Ibaka's been, for the most part, has been pretty. His time in Toronto has been underwhelming. So far? Yeah. Um, consistent, though. Yeah, consistent, but... Consistently we were thinking, underwhelming? <laughs> we were feeling that we finally had the power for that matched the rest of the lineup. And he hasn't been quite at that level that we thought he was going to be. 
Is that a, again, just like Lowry? Is it like the structure of the way the offense is right now? I'm not sure he's used to doing the role that he's getting right now on the Raptors. He's stuck outside. Now, I'm not saying that he shouldn't shoot threes. He shoots a pretty good percentage, but I would, without looking at stats, I would say 50% of his shots are threes. Well, we're going to get into the three-point conversation in a little bit, but <laughs> sticking to the starting lineup, um, I mean, Ibaka, again, we'll see. He still has time. We'll give him some time to see if he works it out along with the new changes and everything. I don't uh, even want to talk about Ibaka. I just threw him in that conversation. Yeah, no, the yeah, major issue is JV, JV right? yeah. because he's almost been non-existent other than maybe one, well, two games. First, the first game, game of the season, he was well, unbelievable. Basically when they play the Bulls. But <laughs> to, to his right. credit, though, he got injured by the second game, All right. third game. All right. So he was uh, out for a he few games. He played a little bit in that he game. He walked off the court, and then it took him six games, over a week and a half hey, to get man. back. That's Come a, on. Hey, I, again. That's I, my podcast. Come that on, injury, man. That injury is not nothing to joke with. But they took him a couple games. The first couple games, he didn't. He played subpar. Last game, he played well. He played well. He played well. He really if good. if we have the J- 10, yeah, I believe. 20, that's what 10. nine or ten might have been ten. Yeah, but ten boards. Yeah. Either way, if JV plays at that standard every night, which he's capable of, then we wouldn't be having this discussion. But he's been so inconsistent since the start of his career. Like last year, going into the playoffs, he was the most dominant player on the floor. Period. This year, you saw it in game one and in the preseason, he's the most dominant player on the floor, period. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. The major, like, knock on him is he can't play defense outside eight feet from the rim. And that's a problem. Because he can't recover. That's right. And that's a problem in some cases. But I think that now falls into Casey. Because Casey needs to understand how to utilize you your, hide, your players. That's right. I, mean, I think it was Jack Armstrong the other night that mentioned that on, that, that on the telecast. Mask like, weaknesses. you need to mask them because there are huge assets and upside to a guy like JV. You just got to hide those few things he doesn't do well so he can exploit the things he does do well. Yeah. And mostly, he, other than, you know, maybe if he's playing, you know, someone like... Yeah, I don't know, Anthony Davis or... or like tonight. Marcus. Yeah, like tonight. And, you know, that's the only time that maybe there's an issue here. And other than that, he should be schooling guys in the post. Yeah, period. and the last couple games, I liked how he's been driving, getting the ball, and going strong, dunking. Dunking. You we know, talked about I that like, last week. That. It needs to be dunking. You're almost seven feet. Are you RCA seven? He's like seven yeah, one. Yeah, he is seven. Like he's, you're seven feet. You should not lay the ball up ever. You should be trying when, to rip the once rim you're six, down. Once you're 10 and over, there should be no excuse. Once you're within five feet of the rim, that it's not you a dunk. Attempt, at least attempting a dunk. I agree, uh, and that's why guys like DeAndre Jordan, yeah. their their shooting percentage is at like you know sometimes it's at 700 because yeah. they dunk yeah. everything. Yeah. You know why? Because it's a higher percentage shot, not the showboating. I'm not looking. Yeah like the Vince Carter dunks. I'm not talking about that. This is about the game. Like, just go through, guys, because you're better than them. Yeah. And how about JV with the three last game, too? Listen. I know you love that. um, Okay, yeah. I'm not not a three-point, you know, I don't love the three-point shot like the new fat is, but taken in the right context, which I think that shot was. It was, was it open. was. He did take a step he back. Set, he was, but he was pretty much set, though. It's not like he was running down the court in transition. <laughs> God, can you up. imagine? But, but 
I think in in, in a right in the right situation, it's fine. And and even you know in a in a broader pros- uh, aspect with the Raptors, if they shoot the threes in specific certain situations, it's fine. But I feel that the Raptors, are, well, the numbers speak for itself. The Raptors, they're eighth in the league in in three point attempts, but they're dead last, dead last in the league in three point percentage. And you okay. know what? Come on, man. Come on, There's man. something wrong here. So can I let me let me interject? I I think what's wrong is Dwayne Casey's new idea that we need to be Golden State because <laughs> we're not them. Going back to hiding the weaknesses and exploiting the assets, we don't have the greatest three-point shooting team. There's a handful of guys that can make threes, like Powell can hit threes, obviously Miles can hit threes. I don't know. There's a handful of guys. DeMar can. Obviously, Lowry shoots a good percentage. But well, after that, well, it I stops. Think- I Basically. think they can, but as I said, I think it's really selective and specific times. Like, apparently everybody has a green light. And I think, honestly, in this situation, I think it's higher than Casey. I think it's like a systematic thing where they're actually trying to become a three-point shooting team. But at this point, with the roster that they have, it's either they need to cut down the three-point attempts... Like, don't just shoot at any any time you feel like it. Shoot, like, when you're open only. Strategic shots. Or you have to get the right person. No, get three-point shooters in here. I'm not really a fan of that last You're not advocating point, for it. But if that's what you really want to become, Listen, that's what you This is the philosophy of the team now, if that is where they're headed. So let's let's assume you're, you're right, and this is coming from higher than, than Casey. If that's the case, there's a lot of these young guys that need to be moved. And I'm not saying that as, as a bad thing because I actually think they're really talented and they're trade assets, which yeah. is why. But but yeah, the, the, the guys that they have, like Nagara and and Pirtle and, uh, and Siakam, look, yeah. great players. I, I think they're going to have great NBA careers. But if your philosophy is three-point shooting, these guys might not fit the bill. Yeah, I mean, Maybe you should look at your personnel and understand that even your best player... And DeMar DeRozan yeah. doesn't shoot a good percentage. Yeah, at three, exactly. Lowry, I think, well, Lowry is, he's a legit three-point three. He's about the only one other than CJ Miles. Miles. That's but it. Then Miles, this season, he's been hit or miss pretty much. I don't agree with that. He's been consistent. I don't know, man. What's, do you know what the numbers are by any chance? I don't like know. I'd like, I'm going to look that up and we'll talk about it what? next week because I'm not yeah. sure what the numbers are, but I there's, feel like he's he shot pretty well. I, there's games he's shot pretty well and there's games he's shot horribly, but <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe uh, it's because... I'm not going to knock him either because, I, I mean, he's... He's, he's not Damari Carroll? Well, he's not, definitely, <laughs> definitely not Damari Carroll. But again, just as a whole, the Raptors team with the three-point mentality, they have to that's go back to the drawing board. I agree. All right, agree. so um, let's get to this. <laughs> it has returned. Oh. The mystery lineup of the week. You didn't think it was going to take that, long, did you? That's Alyssa's thing. I'm going to let him take it away. Well, listen, the thing <laughs> that kills me with Dwayne Casey is that he comes up with these lineups that make absolutely no sense. He's been doing it since he's been the Raptors head coach, period. I mean, he's done it in the playoffs where it's absolutely affected the outcome. And and now it took what? Let's, how far are we in? Two, 
two and a half weeks yeah, into the maybe. season. We might have got three. <laughs> so let, let's assume that the first day, the first game when he dropped all the starters and brought in all the bench guys the first game like a football change, I'm not even going to talk about how ridiculous that is. When you've got two all-stars on your team, there should never be a time in the game where guys don't, where, where DeMar DeRozan or Kyle Lowry isn't on the floor. That's a whole different discussion. We're just going to talk about the Washington game yeah. <laughs> because it took all game they were like fighting, 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 they're, and they're down 19 at one. At point. one point, and then they bring in this, the the second unit, who has been really like a form of energy for the yeah. Raptors since yeah. the beginning of the season, and they you know stepped up the defense, played hard nosed, and clawed back into the game. Yeah, got down and to within three points. Three points and one possession, and then what does Casey do? He brings back the guys that put him in the hole. <laughs> I just, and then he'll turn around and say, "I'm doing it." And the guy, I'm riding the guys that are playing the best. But that doesn't fly in situations like this. I understand that you need to play your stars, and I just said Demar Rosen and Kyle Lowry should be on the floor at all time. Bring them back. But JV has been That's, useless. Well, and, well, I wouldn't say completely useless because there's certain games, but in this specific game. Yes, he was like you could see he was he didn't have it that he had game. Six points and four rebounds or he something. He did not have it that this. game. Come on. He brought in even Ibaka wasn't really saying much that game. Yeah, brutal, brutal. If you want to bring as, as you said, if you want to bring in Demar and Kyle, kind of try to inject them in. No, okay, fine, we'll take that. But the the bench unit was playing so well. Why so mess with well. chemistry? Why mess with chemistry? Like, wait for them to completely, completely mess up. I'm not I'm like, talking like two possessions where they're like, kicking the ball off their foot and then they, <laughs> you know they're gassing. Okay, you have to take them off. Yeah. But I wasn't in that yeah, situation. No. He just did something that he does all the time. Yeah. Casey's mystery lineup. That's this one. The first one, I mean, like I said, we could talk about the first game too, but we'll, we'll give him a, we'll a give pass him a on that one. Has you know? Now and then, you know, a little yeah. thing, but. This one, yeah, this is an inexcusable, inexcusable in, my, in my opinion. For sure. So, uh, you know, Traps is 95. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, at Trap95. We're also on Facebook. Uh, before we wrap up, though, a couple interesting things this week. Uh, Leangelo Ball got arrested in China. <laughs> what? I mean, come on, man. Uh, he was... <laughs> what? He was uh, over in China, part of the UCLA college team. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing some games out there. Uh, him along with Jalen Hill and Cody Riley, which are two of his teammates, got arrested for shoplifting <laughs> at a Louis Vuitton store in Hangzhou, China. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. This is the same Ball yes, family? Yes. <laughs> Brother of Lonzo Ball, son of <laughs> so- your boy LeVar. Yeah. <laughs> Big baller brand. Big baller brand. Five hundred dollars a pair. Hey, yeah. And you needed to shoplift, homie. Maybe he had to buy his own shoes, so he didn't have money for that loot. I don't know. I don't know. But Lord. So apparently the punishment is going to be twenty days of uh, house arrest at a luxury hotel like that. But God damn. But but he'll probably never see China again. Probably never be allowed in China. That's that is unbelievable. Yeah. And one more thing, Norm Powell brought that heat. He dropped his video 
is GoDaddy inspired video. Oh, you could check out our Twitter feed. That's at Trap95 on Twitter. Uh, we have a link on that, so we could check that out. <laughs> Listen, have you seen that Norm Powell thing? Hey, man. <laughs> He's expanding his horizons. It's, it's making me miss the itty bitty ballers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Listen, man. it's not Primo Pasta. <laughs> Or, or pizza. Remember the Turk and Blue, the Turk and Blue uh, yeah, yeah, commercial? He wasn't even a Raptor anymore. They were still yeah. playing that crap. Anyway, shout out. Shout out Norman Powell. Though, Come man. on, man. Powell, you're the man. I love it. All right. With that said, you know what it is. Trap since 95 for fans. For better. For worse. Forever, man. Peace. We out. <laughs>